Hey guys. Hello. Welcome back. We're excited to be recording this. We're a little late. Yeah, I'm Hillary <laughs> Baker, by the way. I'm Kaylin Peterson. This is We're the Worst Podcast. We're excited. We've been talking about this for a while. Yeah, and we are the worst actually in this moment because we totally lied about <laughs> all the episodes that we would have <laughs> at this point in time. And it's already February, and I think our last one came out before Christmas. Yeah, it was right before Christmas because we talked about holiday stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we just had a little six-week hiatus, and now I guess we're back. Well, well technically oh, New Year starts on February anyways, so it's fine. Yeah. While mo- a lot of my favorite people were born in January, it's probably the worst month of the entire year. It is. Well, <laughs> what is the stat? Like, by week two, it's... I Actually, the guy who owns B Squared told me, he was like, it's super dead for the first two weeks of January. And then the 15th, he's like, I just get busy. He's like, oh. it's been every year. Like, everyone trying to do dry January. Yeah. And then literally day 15, he's like, we, we are slammed, like, every single time. And it cracks me up. I'm like, really? People are that quick to give up? That's funny. No, people do. And the same with the gym. Yeah. You might as well just start your New Year's resolutions in February. So you're not, like, put in the category of being in the New Year's resolution people who break their resolution mm-hmm. by week two. Yeah. Week two. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was popping in the gym because I go all the time. Oh, yeah. That'll die down. <laughs> It did already. Yeah. It's, it's, it's done. <laughs> it's already happened. Because they were joking about that in the daycare. She was like, we had to hire someone and then we had to let her go because they're not busy enough anymore. Oh, my god! I know. I'm like, that was a bit dramatic. Couldn't you have sucked it up for like two weeks and been fine? Listen, New Year's <laughs> Eve. New Year's Eve is like my favorite. One of my favorite holidays. I didn't oh, even man. do much this year. Like I was relaxed. at home with a friend and um, – my roommate and his friend and we all were just here we watched the ball drop we played card games like drank champagne hung out did nothing at midnight literally went to bed at like 1205 <laughs> it was amazing though I know even though I love New Year's Eve the standards people set on themselves it's like if you can't make Unrealistic. those changes during the rest of the year you think that one day is gonna make it make it or break it for you got news for you well, That's they just, not sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds, I mean, bad to say it like that, but it's more of just setting realistic expectations. Like a lot of the people I know are instead of setting like standards or what am I, resolutions, I guess, they are picking words instead. Like yeah. this year I want to be more gracious or patient. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is really cool just because it kind of opens up a whole book of like how am I going to make myself patient? Like, how do I practice that? It's a little more of an intentional goal versus, like, I want to go to the gym three times a week. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. My Oh, yeah. My word last year was intentional. Was it? I think it was mine, too. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Same. Same, same. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. um, Last year was good, though, reflecting. Um, Had a, like, bit of a career change, but I made it through Mm -hmm. the entire year on my own, just doing it to them. It was good. I really had a good year, minus a few, you know, deaths and tragic things like that. Yeah. Relationship woes, which <laughs> always happen every year. So it was all good, though. <laughs> Mentally, I think I worked on my mindset a lot last mm-hmm. year. You did. We both yeah. did. That was a really big topic of conversation for us almost every time we talked, yeah. honestly. <laughs> what was your, what's your word this year? 
consistency. <laughs> starting starting <clears throat> in February. Starting in February. January <laughs> January doesn't count. Like January is its own year. <laughs> it, is. it literally felt like that because freaking yeah yeah. I mean, a lot of people know because I'm. I don't hide it. I'm. I've made comments about it on social media, but I am going through a custody battle with my husband or ex husband right now, and it was January. It was just there was a lot of like figuring things out and up and down, like setting court dates, and I think that threw me off quite a bit too. And so I, I felt like I was consistent in some areas, and other areas probably probably not, but. That's why we start over in February. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. And we're really excited, actually, about this topic, speaking of yeah. consistency. We have some good stuff. <laughs> they asked me to be on earlier in the month of January, and it just took some, you know, financial working for myself to really get on board. I mean, I was on board from the first moment I even heard of the idea, <laughs> but I just, you know, it's just me paying my bills. So I had to really just reflect on where my finances were and decide from there. So, um, we just had an open house and after being there and seeing just everyone flocking to see the office and be a part of it it was like okay I'm leaving like I gotta there's no two weeks notice in real estate a lot of people don't really know that it's like if you if you're going somewhere if you're leaving no matter what it's like you tell them and you're gone like they it's a push of a button and it's pretty crazy you're you're on to the next so it's like you know, just timing that. And of course, a lot of people do it in like such a smart way where they go and they pack up their office at night. So nobody <laughs> has to see them. <laughs> but I've, of course, like I packed myself so busy this week and it was super last minute. So I go and go to the office and take all, you know, get my desk kind of cleaned out, go tell them that I'm leaving, make sure the other brokerage knows that I'm coming. And then I have to haul out my huge computer. It's like 27 inch screen. Like it's, you need to tell the story about big (laughs) and so then of course you know everyone's like what are you doing what are you doing but you know I just took it and ran with it and just let everybody know like there was nothing wrong with the brokerage I was at I loved it it was a great place for the past seven and a half years that I've been and yeah I mean definitely had some graduation goggles but I think this opportunity at a new brokerage with a brand new office and just some change was good for me this year and it's going to push me to be the best me instead mm-hmm. of being comfortable where I was. Mm-hmm. So well, you were, you were with Remax for a really long time. So that's, yeah, I got it when we talked about it, <clears throat> when we talked about it before, when they first opened it, I, that was the thing. That was the first thing I told you. It's like, you've just been at this place for so long and it's just comfortable. You know, everyone, you know how it works. And I've switched brokerages before, so it's not a super foreign concept to me, but I know it was for you. Yeah, because I've never done that. Right. So I had some, I call them graduation goggles. It's mm-hmm. like, you you know, people say that. It was like you go through high school or college and you hate the whole time you're there. You like, not that I hated it, but I'm saying you like, you know, it's not the best time of your life. And then you go and you graduate from it and you, you're leaving it for the last time and you see it in this whole new spectacular light. You're like, but I love this and I love that. And so I call them my graduation goggles, but, you know, it's just like a good graduating step onto, I think, really good things for me and I'm really excited. So that was 
really my biggest update the past month. And so now, again, I'm also starting my new year in February. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It's, yeah, I, kind of the same. I mean, there was a lot of shift with my partner and I as far as just stuff we were trying to implement. And we've, you and I both have had some, some good dating stories going on too. Yeah, we're definitely <laughs> going to talk about that. So we're excited to get into that, but... But yeah, the last month for both of us has been a lot of shift with work and <clears throat> kids for me, you know, they've been giving me the runaround. My five-year-old has had a lot of anxiety, um, just from all the stress he's been picking up on. So we started therapy with him and that's been good. It's not so much, um, focused, like he doesn't go in every one, you know, once a week or anything like that. It's more parent oriented with the tools and stuff. And that's been pretty helpful, but yeah, it consumes your time when you have doctor appointment after doctor appointment and kind of messes with your schedule, especially when you have it down to a, a science with the kids at this point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's the boring, not, I mean, that's not boring. I freaking <laughs> so pumped about being at my new office. It's gorgeous and just, yeah, it's so beautiful. Everyone I've told, they're just like, oh my God, you fit in so good there. Like it look, mm-hmm. looks like you, like you belong there. And I'm like, Thanks. Aesthetically, it just what a fits compliment you. that is. Like, I already feel complimented just being asked to go over there. So, yeah. But the other more fun things to talk about that are <laughs> you guys probably I don't know. Some of you might care and think it's funny. Some of you might think it's crazy that we're crazy young single girls. Mm. But um, yeah, we're rolling right into this. <laughs> yeah. We are rolling right into this. But okay. basically, on the dating front, I had <laughs> so I you know my I have two older sisters. I talked to one of them quite frequently and she just got into this relationship that's like actually really good for her and I'm super happy for her because she's had some rough goes (laughs) hot mess express yeah she's had some rough goes especially relationships and people she picks we all have that's fine yeah yeah but so she's doing really well and I was talking to her one time because I was like dating someone and there was it wasn't even that serious like it was just like seeing someone a couple of times a week and of course I'm our girl like I am very guilty of getting hormonal <laughs> and acting on those, you know, emotional times of the month. <laughs> instead of, yeah, instead of thinking rationally. So I was, yeah, I was just talking to my sister and she's just like, you know, one of your big problems, like, with your relationships that I've seen in the past, it's just like, you're just not vulnerable enough. Like, you're just not. Which is you so true. To, like, put it out you there, like, off. say what you want and otherwise you're never going to get it. And yes, those things are true, but like, situationally. You have to, like, take things with a grain of salt. It's like, okay, she's in this fast-paced relationship, like, right now, where Mm -hmm. it was, like, literally, like, boom, 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 boom. And some relationships work that way. But, you know, some relationships are just slower burn. Like, there's no formula for how you date. No, you just go with how you feel. Yeah. And, like, how you both are feeling at that time. Yeah, but it's just funny because she's just like, yeah, you just need to, like, tell them and da-da-da-da, just say what you want to say. And I'm just like, okay. So I internalized that. I also had, like, a crappy day. I also don't like being told no. (laughs) As in, like, if I want to see someone and I want to make a plan, I don't like being told no. And I'm really working on that because that's just life sometimes. Well, we're both kind of bratty when it comes to a lot of things. I'm just used to getting my way, like, you know, and that's awful. Like, I need to just not be that way sometimes. But, um, 
So then I, like, you know, didn't get my way, and so instead of waiting like a normal rational person to, like, talk to somebody in person, I just wrote this, like, way too long of a book of a text. You know, it wasn't a it bad was a, It wasn't text, bad, though. no. It was all, like, just talking about my past and things like that. But those are things you should discuss in person. Oh, well, yeah, but it's also, it's also <laughs> easy. It's also easier, I feel like. And also, like, when someone's reading a text, like, they can you interpret know, it totally gonna read different. It differently than I agree with that. I think my follow up would if because I've done that because it's hard for me when I'm in person. Like if, when if someone I know because I just want to have fun. Well, <laughs> in person. Well, yeah, but if you're if we're actually talking about something serious, like I'm with you. It's hard to really say how I feel. Like I shut down so quickly when it comes to any sort of confrontation. Like period. I don't know yeah. why I've always been like that. So with text, it is easier because. I will rewrite a text three or four times before I send it. Yeah. Then I'll usually follow up with, like, we will talk about this in person, but this is just how I open the door, Yeah, I guess. But, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I so thought it was a good text, it was, I guess. It was good, and it was true. Like, what I was saying was just about being, you know, what I've been to people in my past and how they've treated me because of how there I am. For, like, I, mean, I just love people, and I, like, let them just kind of be who they are, and I'm forgiving, and... I really try to be, and I think those are good qualities, but sometimes it's like I need to like simmer down a little bit and set some boundaries. But so, you know, I'm feeling all like I'm being vulnerable. I'm like putting myself out there. <laughs> I'm listening to my sister, very, which I never do. Very in this mindset of like, this is how I'm feeling. I'm I also with this. gotta know, like, I didn't get what I wanted. And then <laughs> to dice that, I'm like, wait, yeah, I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> So I like sitting there. I get freaking ghosted in my head. I'm like, oh my god, this has never happened to me ever, yeah. ever. I mean, it's one thing when it's like you're first talking to someone, and then you know you ghost them, right? They ghost you, like yeah, you, know, you just different dynamic. Connecting. But but after funny, well, but after a couple months, and then you yeah. guys talked about something serious not that long prior to this happening. Yeah, yeah. And he couldn't even wait two seconds. Like it was like what two minutes, and he's like, hello, you're not going to say anything. <laughs> So it was just the irony of her. I thought she was joking at first. Like, she's like, I just got freaking ghosted. I'm like, really? He hasn't responded at all. And given, like, it's funny. And to be like. Oh, and I told one other person and she's like contemplating a divorce. And she was like, if you're freaking getting ghosted, I can't, I can't go out in the dating world. Like, what's going to happen to me? Like, if you're getting ghosted. And I I, I don't think of myself like that. But I mean, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) But it was just so funny to me like I'm just like what the hell <laughs> what the heck <laughs> like what am I doing <laughs> and so I was just like okay whatever screw it I'm over everything like it's fine and then um they did come back and apologize which I guess doesn't happen often when you get ghosted so no. I think that's well, a pretty big move remember that one guy that ghosted me and then he circled back and apologized too it doesn't happen often but it does happen remember yeah. he yeah. yeah like completely bagged on plans we had and then, like, two weeks later, he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Well, I, I guess what Go we've away. learned from that, it's typically, like, nothing you're doing wrong. It's more like... Oh, it's 100% them. Whoever is, you know, doing the ghosting, either they don't want to hurt your feelings, they're going through stuff. Like, there's all these different reasons why people do it. Do I think it's right? No. I wouldn't do it to somebody. I'd rather just be like, hey, yo, like, this is what's up. It's so hard for some people to do, though, because I feel like I'm one of those... I wouldn't... <laughs> I have ghosted people, but it's not the right thing to do. I've ghosted people, but not at that point. 
Like, well, no, definitely not at that point. I don't know. It was honestly looking back. I think it's funny. And again, I think if (laughs) people knew me and like they would just say anything to me, even if they thought it would hurt my feelings, because I'm just so like just lay it on, like say it how it is, lay it on me. Yeah, I'm not gonna judge you like I or I'm not gonna get mad because you think I'm being slightly like too much in a moment because sometimes that happens. Like just say something or just even be like. Hey, don't really know what to say. I need some time. about this. Yeah, don't just straight radio silence. That's not nice. No, it wasn't great, but it was, I I think it's funny now. It's funny now. It was kind of funny then. Not really. Well, I I was laughing. Like, I was like, I mean, not to It took you a day or two to start laughing. Not in, like, the detriment because I didn't, like, like the person. It was more so just like. How did I get ghosted? Yeah. How did I get ghosted? Yeah. Well, and it just didn't make sense. No, but it didn't. There's plenty of reasons why it could have happened, and they're all valid. Like, honestly, it's fine. Well, now that you know, but yeah, I guess the moral of our point is <laughs> not at that time. If you're going to go someone, like... Just say something. <laughs> just say just say something. Just be like, I'll get back to you. Like, whatever. Yeah. We're all human beings here. Like... <sighs> It's just my feelings. Yeah. It's fine. Gosh. <laughs> but it's all good. Like, I haven't really been, like, dating, dating since. I've just been doing the work stuff, which is actually really good because I need that yeah. more than I need to date. <laughs> so I know. Well, it's just hard because I do feel like what you had texted him is super relevant with your dating past as far as just, like, your Yeah, it just an wasn't emotional... the time, though. It's... No, I was being okay. That's what we were just yeah. talking about earlier today. Is that all that aside? Like he I just, didn't need to talk about that at that moment, and I didn't need to put those pressures on that at that time. It was too soon. It's like too much, too soon. Just calm down, simmer down. Literally, I know, but still, it just go, I don't know. We just get caught I'm up. back and forth. Oh yeah, duh. I yeah. mean, yeah. Like I said, I was definitely at an emotional state. During the month, like it was nothing to do with anyone but myself, putting these weird pressures on. And then, of course, I call my sister and tell her, and I'm like, I'm never being vulnerable again. (laughs) So freaking funny. She's like, Oh, come on. And I'm like, Nope. Yeah, literally, it's over. (laughs) Proved it. This is why I never tell anybody anything. Cause <laughs> yes and no. It's like the timing was not great. Yeah, we agree with that. But also, I he did my exactly. sister's advice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> freaking cracks me up. Like the whole scenario just yeah. makes me like chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> and now I literally don't care. Like I don't know, but yeah. I thought it was freaking like just looking There's, back. It's so yeah. funny. It is funny now. Of course, <laughs> we've said that like three times. Yeah, it it's was... funny now, but <laughs> at the time I was, was also like, "What the funny. hell?" Yeah, it was more like "What the hell," but it was still kind of funny. Like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all I don't know. We've definitely ghosted people before but that was so early on when that happened it's like I went on a, a date with them and then they were blowing me up and I was like mm, that's yeah way different I would ghost somebody then too yeah. or I mean I have tried to not ghost somebody when that's happened too and then they ghosted me after I tried to not ghost them so <laughs> like, like I was just like, ghosting on ghosting well it was just funny <laughs> It's a one-up Halfway game. Halfway to freaking ghost town over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Uh, but, but it was funny because I was like, hey, like, why, you know, yeah, we met. Like, you're great. You're super nice. You deserve someone who likes the same things you do. Like, we don't have anything in common. Oh, yeah. Cricket. That, that one <laughs> I'm like, that's yeah. fine. At least he knows, like, I wasn't interested, so. Well, you were being honest because he had these super left field interest in comparison to you. So we you just were, had nothing in common. Well that's yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It was like there was no common ground and you at least said something about it instead of leading him on and being like, maybe I could force this, but I'm not going to. Yeah no. You know. But then after that, after he didn't say anything to me being honest, I was kinda like, well, why wouldn't I just ghost people too? Like because it's not nice. Yeah, but I mean it's all relative really. It doesn't matter at that point. If you're really seriously dating someone, don't ghost them. Well, obviously. For more than 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, I think 24 hours is a good span. Like, sometimes things do need time. Well, and we listened to a good, or I did, I don't know if you've listened to it, but there was a good podcast out. I can't remember who, if it was Girls Gotta Eat or <laughs> Call Her Daddy, or I can't remember where it came from, but it was talking about how we are like reaction based you know, mm-hmm. beings and our nervous system takes over at that point and they were like, just literally shake yourself out and it'll shake your nervous system out and just like take a breath. It's like so silly and everyone says these things, but I actually applied it once or twice when I was responding to a few different things and I was like, okay. I and I did sit on it, but most of the time I'm just like if I'm in a text battle with someone I'm just like bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't. It's not productive. No. Yeah. But I would never, yeah, like ghosting someone while dating is just, no, it's not a thing. No, no, it's fine. Just give it 24 hours and then. Yeah. They'll still feel a little ghosted, but like. Halfway ghosted. At least then they'll have (laughs) have time to like reflect on whatever was going on. Like 24 hours is enough. Yeah. That's a good span of time for everyone to just simmer down, but. Yeah. Simmer down. Simmer. <laughs> Literally, I swear to God, if I was fighting with anybody and they told me to simmer, I'd like, start I, laughing. I would laugh. <laughs> I would think, dang, that's my trigger word to like stop me from being mad is simmer. Like, if I had people oh, say that to me, it's your safe word. <laughs> okay, whoa. <laughs> Maybe. It's your safe word in arguments. Yeah. yeah that's what I meant. God. <laughs> yes it's a yeah so uh, someone tells me to simmer I know that it's like not serious enough to like no. really be upset as upset no. as I'm being no so yeah what about um your trials and tribulations for the month of men <sighs> men <laughs> men. Man. man well I guess they're yeah well I guess this is like so interesting for me to talk about because my ex-husband and I are both from here and we know Small a lot down. of people. It is a serious. Well, it just like caves in on you real quick. It it's did. Like you know nobody, and then everybody knows you. Well, and everyone's so happy to like air your dirty laundry out too. That's another thing. It's I've never cared enough, really, unless it's like super pertinent to someone. Like, if you were dating someone and I caught them cheating, like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna obviously say something. But if it's like some extended third party. I just don't care enough to, like, troll your business. I don't know, but... Right. Anyways, so I was at the cooler, and we were all hanging out. It was, you know, everyone knows everyone there. Everyone knows everyone's brother, you know. Especially when, like, you do line dancing with these people twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've known them for years. Like, everyone knows everyone, but... um, 
Yeah, so obviously, like, was kind of seeing that guy at the time, and just so we're clear, like, I didn't go home with anyone, but no. the bartender... I was there. She did not. <laughs> yeah, we were there, like, hanging out. Like, it was our girls' night, and yeah. I was bouncing off the walls. Like, I was just on one that night, like, friends with everyone. It was yeah. great. <laughs> but the bartender is friends with my ex-husband, who, you know, again, knows the masses of people. We're both from here. It's fine. And that bartender told my ex-husband that I went home with a different guy. And then the guy I was seeing at the time uh, texted me and called me and was super inquisitive, which is fair. I warrant that. Yeah. But I also was like, I don't know how else to prove to you that I went home by myself. Like, I went home alone. It's fine. And Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it opened up a whole nother can of worms. But I really just did not. I didn't stand to my boundaries when it came to a lot of that, and we ended up talking it out, and it was fine, but... Right, and that's fine, and, like, people get accused of things all the time. I think the worst part is that, like, someone's watching you. Yeah. Like, come on, you guys. I know, and it's just, you know, it's typical because things are tense between my ex-husband and I. Like, we're in court. It's not a fun time, but... I, again, back to caring. It's like, I just don't care what you're doing or who you're doing it with. Like, I'm just trying to, you know, live. I'm not trying. I'm living my life and hanging out with the people I want to hang out with, you know, raising the boys. We're doing stuff. It's like, I just don't care enough to plant seeds in places I know he's going to be to keep yeah. an eye on him. I just I, don't care. I'm guessing, like, a lot of people who've been through a divorce and custody situation understand that when it's, like, not your parenting time, you know, you have these great little humans that you love to be around all the time, but it's like you're single again, so you're trying to, like, mix in your personal life with being, like, the best parent you can. Right. And then it's like someone muddies the waters like that, and it's out to make you look like you're a bad parent because on your off time, you're doing something fun for yourself. Right. And that's just not okay. Like, there's... No, it's not. Nothing you did wrong. So, you know, it's, it's just... It paints a picture, but it's so not fair. And, like, that's what you mean. Like, you're not... You don't care what he does when he's not parenting the kids. Right. My And you would. (laughs) Nobody does. Like, don't. Just don't. Just don't. Stop. I know. And I I think I'm just a creature of habit, and so many people know that about me. Like, I go to the same places. I mean, we both do. Like, we go to Soraya, and that's our spot. And Yeah. But, you know, all those people I work with, and even at the cooler, it's, like, everyone that works there I'm friends with. Like, I hang out with them outside of that environment. And so there's one new, one or two new guys, and I'm inquisitive about that. But, again, it's just, like, I don't care, like, if I'm not doing anything wrong. Then it's kind of a moot point. But, yeah, it it's this whole thing is, like, the last couple of weeks has taught me a lot about how poor I am with confrontation and just... <laughs> Yeah. Not good about just, yeah, it's really, like, exploited my weaknesses. When it's Meanwhile, I march into my brokerage in the middle of the day, like, I'm packing my stuff. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like, who's bad at confrontation? I guess I'm better at it than I thought I was. <laughs> you need to try a little bit harder and be a little more confrontational. Confrontation doesn't mean it's a fight. Well, productively confrontational. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't do it, period. And it's not productive and I've known that for years I mean when I was in therapy you know years ago that's the first thing she talked about like when my you know Tyler my ex-husband and I were going through couples therapy she just looked at me and she was like you need to say something 
And I was like, I just don't, you know, I think about everything afterwards. Like it's always an afterthought. And so that's why I recently started journaling some stuff down just because I think about everything after the fact. And then I'm like, okay, now I have this down. I'm, I can revisit and talk about it, but then I don't want to bring it up again. <laughs> yeah. Cause like the time's passed and I think we're all like that in certain scenarios, but there's sometimes you have to be confrontational. Like, like I, the same way with me mm-hmm. being vulnerable to people. That's the same right. thing as avoiding confrontation about certain issues that pop up. And I do that as well. I mean, especially with relationships. And I think the most reason why we do that, especially when it comes to a relationship with another person, is because we play out these scenes in our head and we feel like we know what's going to come of it. Yeah. And a lot of times we're probably right. Sometimes people prove us wrong. I, I, I'm I've never lived up to, like, I play this whole thing out in my head yeah. and it's never followed through with um, what I thought. usually, I'm pretty, cl- like, good at pretty knowing close. kind of what people are going to say to what I say. Yeah, that's not a gift I have. So I just feel like I just avoid it all in all because I don't want to hear the answer because it's going to be wrong, like, something I don't want to hear. Yeah. So yeah. I avoid it. So yeah. I'm like, well, we could just have fun. <laughs> like, laugh and be silly instead of. Actually talking about things that matter. (laughs) That's like my personal life stuff, though. It's funny because we're so confrontational in our business. Oh my god, I am like a pitbull when it comes to stuff with with my clients. Like, yeah, I and it's never been bad. I'm not a pitbull, but I definitely know how to manipulate a situation to make it seem like you know I'm in complete control of the confrontation of whatever I'm fighting for for my client. I guess so. I guess that's. But better. I do it with a smile on my face and a really nice voice. Yeah. <laughs> Some people don't like. They don't really get it. They're like, "Is she being bitchy is right now?" No. Happening here. <laughs> She's so nice. Feel like I'm getting manipulated. <laughs> and I am. Like I, I do think that you, you know, I tend to get my way way ten times more often when I'm nice about something than if I come out with like a crappy comment or like attitude. Yeah. I don't ever come at I guess pitbull is a bad term because I do the same thing. Well, pitbulls are wonderful creatures. They are wonderful creatures. <laughs> I have one. It's great. I'm more like a melon. Not really. Ugh, yeah. No, but you, you get my point. She, yeah. I just, I, I guess I have RBF really bad when I'm talking to people and it's in my voice too. Mm-hmm. And I know you, like when you, you do, like you're just really good about keeping your tone super level and yeah, but yeah. It's like, so it's funny, (laughs) we're so confrontational in all aspects of our lives other than relationships. Yeah. And it's just, it's a, it's an interesting thing to think about too, because that's, yeah, work is important, but where it really matters most is who you're spending your time with, you know, and who you want to build your life with. And then we're not even implementing these, these skills that we have that are good. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like my skills when it comes to work are awesome, but Like, I'm total, like, total transparency, like, super on it, but when it comes to dating, it's just, I don't know, and I've also, like, this first time me being single in, like, years, it's been a long time, so I guess it's a new learning curve for me, but even still, you and I kind of both struggle with the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) I think a lot of people do, though. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah, absolutely. There's just so many, everyone deals with it differently, and then there's so many different Ways to deal with it, and it's just like, you know, we watched this comedian named Daniel Sloss, (laughs) and he says it best. He's like, if you're in a relationship, yes, it's going to get hard. Like, things happen. You're going to fight, blah, blah, blah. Right. But if it's not easy, like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, 
I get that relationships take work. Like, he's not meaning it in that way. He just means, like, you know, if it is so hard to just be together or even to be individuals being together, like, what? There's so many people in the world. And I know that's kind of a mentality that a lot of people don't like right now about our generation. But it's also, you know, our generation sticking up for just being happy and having inner happiness and not suffering in silence. Obviously, if you have, like, a good marriage and there's nothing, per se, wrong with your relationship, but, like, if you're just a fully unhappy person in yourself... Yeah. Well, like, it reflects in all the... It manifests in other ways. Right. And I think what people just need to remember is their individuality and... Not losing Being a couple is also two people, individual, two individuals being together. Yeah. It's not two people becoming one. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I, no, one I of agree. my biggest, like, annoyances when people are like, oh, my other half, like, <laughs> da, da, da. And I'm like, you know, what do you do for yourself? Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of times when you see those relationships become unhappy is yeah. when someone's not taking care of themselves and their well because they lost happiness. they lost their they, identity in this other person and you've been there i'm sure you've been there like you're taking care of the kids you're cleaning the house you're working you're i mean women have so much on their shoulders more now than yeah. ever well, especially and single moms so how like, are you supposed to have time to do something for yourself right i don't know i don't know because i don't have <laughs> kids <laughs> i still you know try to find and recreate my bad patterns of behavior because mm-hmm. i'm you know, I notice when I'm starting to spiral and I'm like, okay, small things that get me out of that. Okay, take my dog on a walk. Okay, buy myself a coffee. You know, that takes five minutes. It know. is the small things yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. But creating that inner happiness within yourself, if you're not happy with yourself or like things or, or healed from things you've been through, yeah. you're never going to be able to take on someone else. Well, yeah. And a big beef that I had have it's still like to date is when people predicate their past on their future it's like yeah my marriage wasn't awesome like there was awesome moments but you know I'm not gonna bring that into this new relationship with whomever you know yeah it's like people have scars like people have colorful past like it is what it is but again like you have to, yeah, like you said, heal from that trauma or just heal from those things and be good with who you are, be good with the control that you have in your life or else you start controlling the other person's life. Like we're all really good about giving good advice but not executing it, Mm -hmm. you know, and we've done, I feel like I've been trying to be a lot better about that, but, you know, it's, I agree with you when you're not 100% in, in yourself, like, Daniel's loss. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't love 100% of yourself and you're only at 30%, you're expecting that other person to fill the 70% so you're 100% full. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, you have that to means be you're 100% yourself, of a person. <laughs> right, you're loving yourself less than half and you're just expecting, like, you put these expectations on this other person to... F- to love you more than you love, love yourself. You, right, and then you become disappointed because that vision that you put inside your head of what this other person is going to do for you. I mean, putting those expectations on someone else is not fair. Yeah. And then you, it's just ultimate disappointment. Ultimate disappointment. And we've all been there. And I think again, to say like one of our things (laughs) from last year saying that we said last year, we said, we'll see 
We'll see. We'll see. That's it's knee jerk, and I oh, hate that I do gosh, that. I do it too. We're just like <laughs> we'll be talking about something positive, and then we'll be like, "Well, we'll see." Like yeah. we're just like we caught each other for failure. <laughs> we'll see. We it's caught, fine. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. We caught each other doing that the other day. We literally yeah. said it at we're the like, same time. No. <laughs> yeah. We were like, "We'll see," and we're like, "Stop. No. <laughs> Don't do that. No. We'll see. It's." Gonna be fine. fine. (laughs) Just happy optimism. But we need a new like catchphrase. Like instead of we'll see, it needs to just be like, "Mm -hmm, yeah. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Like, I don't know. With no sarcasm though. There can't be any sarcasm in that. I don't know if I'm cut out for that. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) There's this new song that came out. I can't remember what it's called. It's I think it's called The Optimist. And in it, she's like, I'm waking up with this stupid smile on my face. Like, it's all happy. And I'm like, that's kind of a good thing. Like, just yeah. waking up and, like, forcing yourself to smile. Yeah, because fake it till you make it. <laughs> you smile. Your brain thinks you're happy. It's mm-hmm. science. It is science. <laughs> science. Science. <laughs> so you just see me and Kaylin walking around with, like, these weird <laughs> fake half smiles on her face. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with her? <laughs> Is she okay? Did no. she just get dumped and, like, pretending? What's, yeah. what's happening? I thought it was something good that I read the other day, um, talking about how we typically let our emotions dictate our actions. Oh, so 100%. we'll be upset, and so we'll do things that upset people do, yeah. instead of really how your brain works, and that's going to make you more upset if you do that, by the way. <laughs> the way your brain works, if you do things that invoke a happiness response in your body, mm-hmm. if you do things, if your actions are leading to happy thought, like thoughts, things you do when you're happy, you're going to become happy. Yeah. It's like your, your actions actually, actually dictate your emotions when we let our emotions dictate our actions. Yeah. That's makes- wrong. <laughs> well, and do better. better. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> or, you know, it's just classic. Like if you read productive things like self-development yeah if you listen to better music like not depressing just I love good depressing music good depressing music though I just love it (laughs) but it turned like I think I'm a little bit like rebellious when it comes to that though like that doesn't affect my mood so much but yeah it's like in the same way if I'm in a bad mood and I listen to negative music it hinders my negative attitude but yeah if I throw on some like Juicy J, then it's fine. <laughs> just yeah. But it is, it is always, it's okay if you're sad and you want to put on a movie to cry. Like sometimes you just have to get that cry out. What's your favorite cry movie? My favorite cry movie. Oh, because I love you. <laughs> oh God. Ugly cry. Ugly cry. I will ugly cry to that so hard. <laughs> that one's so good. I can't think of anything better than that one. Oh, I don't know. Notebook is pretty classic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's another one called Miss You Already, mm. and it's about, it sadly reminds me of you and me, but it's about two best friends, and one of them gets <laughs> breast cancer. No. Yeah. Oh. Well, just like the friendship, That's like they're awful. just super tight, but that movie will make you ugly cry so hard. Is that the ugliest crying movie you've ever watched, do you think? I definitely have mine. Which one's yours? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> one night, me and one of my best friends, we were, we read the book um, first, and then we had kind of had some some stuff to drink the night before, so we weren't feeling our greatest the next oh day, and we were just laying down in the living room, and we put on The Fault in Our Stars. Oh my god. And we were 
ugly crying <laughs> out loud. Like, I've never watched it again because I it was so bad. Like, How I, could you read the book? I felt like the book was way sadder. I cried way harder. Oh, I, I was pregnant during the book, but we thought the movie was a good idea. And we were literally like, I've never <laughs> cried out loud like that to a fictional movie like oh my gosh I've never like yeah to something that's not in my actual life I've never cried like that like yeah. it was that's a horrible movie Ooh. though yeah it's, no I've never watched it again <laughs> and I never will <laughs> it's it's a good movie it's just awful like the whole premise oh, of the the I don't want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Uh, no, that that miss you already. That's the one I can think of. There's another one that's. I mean, stepmom. I haven't ever seen that. What? No. Yeah, you got to see that. It's, okay, I'll have to watch that. But <sighs> no, I like Isn't those weird like, movies though. Who's in that? Susan Sarandon. Is and that her name? Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Yeah, I've seen the oh cover. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Don't spoil it. No, Maybe I would I never. Just, I need it's a good. Such cry a good one night. though. Like I watch it every time it's on, but I really? cry every time. It's so cute and good and everything about it. Oh, yes, you got to watch it. Okay. Away We Go. That's another one that I will watch because it's so good because it's like it ends happy, but it's just like Mm -hmm. it's such an excellent movie. That's my favorite movie by far. And it's not really (laughs) well known. It has John Kroninsky, Maya Rudolph. Yeah. It has a bunch of big name people. It was just one of those weird like indie film festival movies. Um. Yeah, I do love that movie, though. The little segue into a good cry movie (laughs) for all of you who are wondering. Uh, All right, well, we'll wrap this up. (laughs) Yeah, so we got a little personal today, but I hope everyone enjoyed it. It was kind of fun to record something, and we've uh, definitely been loving doing this. It's just finding the time, and we've gotten some really good feedback, and we appreciate it everyone for listening yeah and then I think our next episode we're gonna kind of delve into some social media stuff I don't know all of what that's gonna entail definitely to do with more dating stuff yeah but we could also talk about something you know productive and give you some tips on just social media marketing and branding too yeah that's because a lot of people are using it for their business and whatever they want to use it for yeah but we're not quite sure. We'll hone in the squirrels, but um, hopefully we're hoping to get that recorded next week and we'll get that out to you. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not another like what? Six weeks. <laughs> six weeks later. Cause, cause, you know, we're the worst. It's fine. <laughs> we're the worst. It's fine. We'll, we'll Everything's fine. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys for listening thanks. and have a good rest of your weekend. Bye. Bye.